previously on Dark Discovery. There's so much. (laughs) (laughs) So the crew had sailed into Talenthal Moor. Half of the crew was on the ship called the Iron Maiden, which was the ship you were supposed to be guarding that was hired by the mistress that's carrying dark iron but had been attacked by pirates recently, primarily a Captain Karn. Uh, Lander was, for some unexplicable reason, given the wheel right before the Captain Karn ship attacked, except it wasn't Captain Karn. It was some guy with dark features and or dark armor, dark hair, and hawkish features that, because of things that happened, ended up in the water and apparently drowned. So you divided up. You came into Talenthal Moor, and the hawkish-looking guy was on the dock, as if waiting for your ship. You also noticed that the Albatross, which was Cade's original ship, his first mate, Ellen, or Ella. Um, Lori. Lori. Lori, Ella. It's Lori, Ella, cool, cool, because we had some naming issues there. Okay, yeah. So Lori, your previous first mate, stabbed you and left you for death, uh, dead and took over your ship. Mm-hmm. Your ship has been scuttled, so it's, it's basically on some rocks, and there's some people hanging from rope that you imagine was probably your former crew. Uh, you learn that she is supposed to be executed in three days for piracy. With some shenanigans on the dock, the hawkish-looking guy fell in the water again and again disappeared. Then Lander and Evren made their way to a dockside tavern called the Elven Spirits, where they met a guy named Yeggs. Yeggs is a half-orc, but he's a very interesting half-orc. He's well-educated. He had been the former slave of the former magistrate to this town, upon which this master... Uh, This magistrate actually gave him training, let him go about the world, educated him, and when he died, he gave him some of his treasure and some of his wealth, which Yeggs has used to open up this uh, dockside tavern. Uh, He also seems to know something about owlbears. He he seems a little bit consternated about how Lander supposedly came came upon uh, Albie. Cade and Cranthon were talking to Merrick, who was the, let's say, former captain of the Iron Maiden who seemed to be a little nervous concerning why he gave Lander the helm and ended up falling onto Cranthon's fingers and killed himself and died. And then Dale Two Sticks showed up and told Cade and Cranthon, hey, your friends are about to get killed. Oh, hold on a minute. Can you say that part again? Because I always get choked up when I hear it. <laughs> so It is your brother after all. <laughs> yes. So that is where we're going. Well, actually, we're going to pick back up with Lander and Evren still in the Elven Spirits, uh, enjoying your ale. It's been a little while now since we last saw you. And uh, Yeggs has actually been in the back room for about 20 minutes. Door has been closed. Uh, You think there might be someone in there with him, but you're not exactly sure. And he comes out. He looks over at both of you and gives you a smile. He looks over at some of the other patrons. There's only a few left in the bar at this late. Uh, he walks over to the door and with like a heavy thud, closes it and latches it locked. Turns around, looks at you with a kind of a dour look on his face. I'm sorry, boys, as he pulls a knife. Whoa. Roll initiative. I wouldn't expect anything less. I got a 19. Everyone's rolling an 18. So as you see Yeggs pull this dagger from his belt... You notice that the other patrons that were still in the bar, probably half a dozen of them, also stand up from their tables and they start to pull weapons as well. Some have short swords, some have daggers, some have clubs. You're not surrounded per se, 
but there's a locked door and a giant half-orc and about six or seven other people between you and Freedom. Lander? That's quite a bit. Uh, you are first to go. I want to hold my turn. Okay. And, and I just want to throw up my hands and look innocent and just be like, what's going on? Why, why are you doing this? All right. Really? That's how you lead off? <laughs> I, we're, we're unarmed here. I don't think that makes a difference in this scenario. Why are they trying to kill us? We didn't do anything. Does it matter? A little. Do you want to die? Well, no. Then I suggest you fight. All right. And Everin will slowly take the shield from between his shoulders and pull it down to his left side, and his sword will form in his hand. All right. So you can see some of the tavern goers sort of taken aback by that. It, it looked as if you were pretty much weaponless, uh, and now you are not. That you know m- might give them a little bit of pause, uh, but they don't seem completely deterred. Um, so it's your actual turn, Everin. Do you want to do anything, or just are you just getting ready to see what happens? How spread out are the patrons? Are so, they like one per table? Uh, no, there's probably two per table, three different tables, and there's one like probably like the bartender who was working when Yeggs was in the back would be the seven that are in there plus Yeggs himself. So we'll say that the, the bar itself is probably maybe 40 to 50 feet wide, 20 feet or long, 20 feet wide bar, back room. You're probably not that far from the actual door. It's just basically you and Yeggs if you just want to go straight forward to that. So while you're sort of evaluating your options, Yeggs will look back at Lander. Don't worry about your pet. I'll take care of him. There's no need for him to get harmed in all this. I'll be saying right next to me, or sitting next to me. Right? Yeah, I'll be with you. Okay. He's still taller than you. <laughs> <laughs> My little baby Albert. Uh, that is not necessary. He is my Albert. I have. Uh, I took Shieldmaster as a feat, so ideally, I want to run up to the closest guy. That's uh, the closest patron. Okay. That's not Yeggs. I want to blast him with Magic Missile, and then I want to run up and shield bash him and knock him down. Okay. So start with the Magic Missile. Alrighty. So four, six, six uh, maths, uh, 11 damage from Magic Missile. Okay. to the same guy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and <clears throat> then I want to, uh, like I said, I want to run up to him um, and bash him with my shield and knock him over. So does that require an attack roll or save uh, and throw on his part? It's part of Shield Mastery feat, which is a counts as uh, shove that shows a bonus action after uh, it says after attacking, but it's a bonus action. No, it's actually just to push him away another five feet. All right. Can I push him back over the table, knock him on his ass? I'll make that a save and throw for him. Okay. Yes, yes, you can. <laughs> All right. So he gets two, 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 three magic missiles in the chest. He staggered back. Uh, you can tell that didn't take him out, but it certainly put a hurting on him. Uh, sort of stunned him, and then your shield bash just flipped him over the table. He's on the ground on the other side. He's certainly not out of the fight, but he's probably not going to be doing much right away. All right, Lander, do you want to jump back in, yeah. or do you want to wait? I want to jump back in. Okay. So I'll be like, All right, well, looks like we're doing this. And then I assume there's like a bar area with like shelves of liquor and yes. stuff. I want to cast Firebolt at it. Okay. Hopefully try to start a fire in here. Uh, okay. I will just say that happens. Yes. Well, what'd you roll? Oh, <laughs> I rolled 10. Okay. Plus five, so it would have well, been 15. I mean, it's going to happen. I was just going to use that to like determine like how 
well mm-hmm. it, it goes to start off the bat. Right. Uh, but that's actually not how I like to do things. We're going to do the high or low because that's, that's how oh, I like God. to do things. Always go high. Got to go high. Always go high. Okay. You got a result. <laughs> <laughs> you you got a good result. Well, actually, that, that, that is yet to be seen. You get a, uh, a was an energetic reaction. Ooh. Uh, yes, your firebolt strikes some of the liquor, and it's like, almost like firecrackers, even though you don't want those are. Just boom, 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 boom. The bottle starts shattering. And within a couple seconds, that entire wall is completely <laughs> on fire. It just goes up like a Roman candle. I want to turn to Albie and just be like, uh, well, looks like it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> so Yeg's eyes kind of light up. First of all, you're casting magic missile, and you got weapons coming out of nowhere. You're now casting magic. You get the feeling they weren't expecting either of those <laughs> things to happen. <laughs> so he actually calls out towards the back room, get out of here. I think we need your help. As he starts to move forward, and he's going to swing his, uh, it's, it's like a Chris dagger, like the wavy ones. He's going to try to swing at um, Everin with an 11 and a 9. Both miss. Yep. So. Uh, I nimbly take a step back with my lead foot and get out of the way. And then with his follow through, I just move it aside. All right. And then um, the thugs. Uh, go. The one who was on the ground picks himself up. The other ones are just going to somewhat come closer in. They're not necessarily going to do the martial arts movie where they attack you one at a time. They're just going to keep trying to bunch you closer together. And about that time, the door from the back room where Yeggs was coming from earlier opens up and outstrides the dark armored hawkish looking man. Oh, of course it had to be him. And he just kind of quickly looks around the room, looks over at the fire and then he looks back at you, and there's almost like a flash of recognition. And he says, Lander? And then we're going to cut over to you guys. So you've just been met with Dale Two Sticks. He said your friends are about to get killed. What are you guys doing? <clears throat> who, was Land- who was Dander Two Sticks? <laughs> <laughs> Dander. <laughs> What's his name? Dale Two Sticks. Oh, Dale. Yeah. Two Sticks was a former member of my crew. Yeah. You know, prior to, you know, them mutiny and stabbing me, or like right here in the side, right, right here. Um, he, he had left previous to that. But, uh, uh, Dale, uh, when you say they're about to get murdered, what, what, what do you mean? Like, like immediately? Like stab, stab, oh God, oh God, blood, dead, buried the bodies in the backyard. How do you know this? <laughs> Because he's the DM. <laughs> uh, I have, Thank you, Dander26. <laughs> I, I have my ways. They went to the Elven Spirits, right? And is that where this is supposed to happen? Yeah. Show us the way, please. Yeah. Okay. All right. You start uh, leading you. He doesn't seem to be any, like, hurry. He's not running, but he's walking at a... I'll motivate him a little. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, just give him a little push in his shoulder and say, let's go. So I have to ask, at this point, is is um, uh, Merrick's blood still dripping off your hands? When is there, is there that guy? Now you, it's been some time. Oh, okay. It's either dried or right. you cleaned it off for a little bit of both. I, I just didn't know if, if uh, Two Sticks had a bloody hand on his back. You know, from when he fell into your hands. I've killed so many people. I don't know who <laughs> fell into your hands. I'm, right. I'm not sure who Merrick is, but it sounds it, like it, Dander Two Sticks is going to be next if he doesn't hurry up. 
Well, building shouldn't be that hard to find. It's kind of bright right now. Maybe some smoke. <laughs> well, we're we're playing with some time, so this, <laughs> things may not be lined up exactly the way gotcha. we think they are. So you guys make your way. Again, it's not very far because it is a dockside tavern, and probably within about 10 minutes, um, you see the elven spirits in front of you. It does appear to be closed, and, um, and as you're essentially looking at it, uh, you do see a bright flash of yellow light just sort of start to erupt from behind the closed shuttered windows, and then some rolling smoke starts to curl out the edges. Oh, that's so not good. I'll have you guys roll initiative, and you can just basically jump into the initiative with everyone else. 14. I got a four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Everin, you are up. The back wall is completely engulfed in flames. Yeggs tried to attack you, did not do very well, but there was definitely skill in his attacks. He just wasn't able to make contact. And now this man, who I don't think you saw in the original boat, but you were part of the reason why he fell in the water... It's clearly the same person comes clearly, out of the back room. He was the prime reason he fell in the water. Oh, yeah. So I've got a guy over a table on his back, uh, Yeggs and some other guys closing in on me, and I have no idea what this other guy is. How close is this, this dark-armored fellow to Lander? Um, he came out of the back room. You guys are still where you're at, probably 20, 25 feet. Okay, so he's far, he's far enough away. He's not going to like immediately shank him over the bar counter. So I'll look at Lander and I'll say, did you have to start a fire that soon? You started casting magic missile. That was the signal. You're supposed to stay behind me and <laughs> fire away. Yeah, and that's what I did. I fired away. Oh, poor choice of words. Um, I'm going to take uh, just, I'm going to step back five feet as the guys close in on me. Um, and I'm going to take my hand and trace a little, like literally shield in the air. Um, and it's going to kind of highlight in a purple and I'm going to step into it and put it on my chest and, uh, I will have the effects of blade ward on me. So Lander, you're up and this person who just came out of the room seems to know who you are. You do not recognize this person at all. Like it is no one you, other than he's the guy who laser beams yeah. you, but he's not someone that you recognize from your past or have any reason to know who he is. So I'm going to ask him, I'm going to be like, you're the guy that shot lasers at me earlier. If you know me, why would you attack me like this? Wait, that was you? Yeah, that was me. I was steering the ship. Why were you steering the ship? I was put in charge. It's okay. <laughs> All right, so he sort of looks around. He kind of, you know, uses hands, like, tell people to sort of calm down. He looks over towards the alcohol and, you know, kind of gestures like maybe someone should do something about that. And then kind of looks at you expectantly. <laughs> Lander, uh, don't do anything until he tells you who he is. You still don't know who this guy is. We're, oh, I almost, <laughs> so we're, we should be worried about this guy. Cade, yeah. you are outside the tavern. You have no idea what's happening inside, but clearly the, some sort of conflagration has just went off inside. Somehow I feel like this is, this has got to be Lander's doing. Fire is always Lander's <laughs> doing. Yeah, he gets that from me. Door's locked? Uh, yes. No, they kind of tap on it. Uh, it's not hot enough yet to like you know tell that, but yeah, it's definitely locked. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Granthan kind of motions towards the door, and, and Kate will step back out of the way. So am I after him, or is there yes. someone in between? Okay. So Granthan, when he sees like the explosion of the conflagration involved inside, he suspects magic is at play here. So he goes running to the 
the window, not to the door. He runs to the window to look in to see what's happening. And he just basically tries to scan the crowds and stuff and look for... One, he wants to look to see if Well, the windows okay. are, are shuttered. You know, it's not like you can't see through them, but it's not like there's an open window either. All you're going to get is like slit views in different directions of the room. That's fine. Okay. So I'm going to uh, just put my hand through the shutter <laughs> and just basically open it up enough to where I can see inside. And then I want to scan and start looking for Everin and my brother Lander. All right. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. I so wanted him to Kool-Aid man through the wall. Like, you missed the oh, moment yeah. there, man. Give it time. Okay. Right now I have a 12 So on my perception. Uh, so you look through the slats. High or low? Or equal. Or equal. Always say equal. Never tell me the odds. I'm going to go with equal. Okay. So far it's never been right. <laughs> it, it is not right again. Yes. Uh, you can definitely tell that there's a fire raging inside the tavern. You see several men who just look like dock workers or sailors, locals. Can't really tell what they're doing. Not clear enough for you. You do not see Lander, but you do see uh, Everin who has some sort of like, you can see his, his sword is out, he's got his shield out, and there's a, almost like an aura of magic around him. It looks like he's in the middle of a fight. All right, so I'm going to say, Cade, over here, and then I'm going to just go through the wall. Okay. Slash window. So we'll come back to that. Slash shutter. All right, so we'll go back inside. It's back to Everin. So it sounds like Lander's having a conversation. The, the Yeggs and the soldiers or whatever are starting to kind of calm down, but there's still a giant fire. Actually... I'm going to action surge okay. so, that, so that I can bust the thing down or else he's not going to be able to get through when it's his round. Okay. Oh, it's fine. I'll get through. You, you will it? get through because I'm going to open it up <laughs> right now. I'm going, to show, I'm going to throw you through it. Plus, anytime there's a fire, you should introduce a whole lot of oxygen real fast. <laughs> real no, fast. And chaos. <laughs> and more fuel. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, you, we, we cannot have a Kool-Aid man moment. So, you Kool-Aid man moment just... Straight, are you going through the window, through the door, through the wall? Through the window. Okay. Like the the big glass window shutter thing. And, and what do you say as you come through the other side? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awful, but... <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, <laughs> everyone in the room, including you guys probably, look over. Albie gives a little... Uh, as you see Cranthon bust through the wall. You're up, Everin. With a quick sigh, Everin says, thank God backup is here. And I kind of lower my shield slightly and look over and take my sword hand and point it right at the guy in dark armor. What is your name? Why do you know Lander? All right, Lander. I look down at Albie and I put my hand on my chest, cast mage armor on myself. And I'm like, well, time to go, boy. And we run towards the opening. All right. Cade. You see Lander and Albie rushing toward the hole that Cranthon just made. Uh, Cade looks in and uh, uh, sees the place is on fire, and uh, sees the guy that fell off the uh, fell off the pier mysteriously, and he <laughs> kind of goes, "Huh," for a second, and um, will uh, draw his rapier and uh, wait by the door. To uh, stab the, uh, assuming, uh, you know, guys are going to follow. All right. Uh, so 
None of the people inside are, are trying to fight you any longer or trying to stop you. Uh, a couple of them have started to go towards the fire and, you know, they have a few sand buckets they're going to try to start throwing on there. Clearly not enough. Like this place is going to burn to the ground without <laughs> some sort of assistance uh, very soon. Cranton. So Cranton, after everyone points at the hawk beak guy, he looks at him and he says, I've killed you once. You'll die today. And then I start charging that guy. Okay. And I want to try to read his reaction when I say that. As I'm approaching. To murder him again. Cranton <laughs> <laughs> passes Everin, and Everin just is like, what is going on as Cranton comes from behind him rushing at this guy, and Lander is going the opposite direction past him, and I am just so confused. And uh, as you walk past him, your shield drops off, your hand disappears, and so does your shield. <laughs> <laughs> and your, your shield falls to the ground because your arm's not there. <laughs> Damn it, Cranton! <clears throat> So um, the man in armor's eyes widen even wider, if possible. And he looks at you, and again, he's probably looking knock at your chest, and he goes up, and then it's hard to describe. Like, you can see <laughs> that there are, like, wheels turning in his head. Like, he's, he's trying to figure out something. And then he looks back towards Lander as Lander's running, and he just says, Cranthon? All right, Everin. And I say, no, I'm Cranton. And, <laughs> and you're dead. <laughs> what kind of armor was he wearing? Uh, it's like plate mail. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's really dark. And it's got some like um, inlaid patterns in red that almost look uh, like birds in flight. So Everin is going to back away quickly, as, but he will stay facing the, the black armored beakish man. Uh, and he is going to cover Lander's retreat, but he is going to cast light right on this guy's face mask and blind him. All right. So I believe uh, he gets a saving throw against that. Is that how that um, works? I think <coughs> so, because he's a he's a inanimate object. Yeah, just do a deck save. Yeah, must save a deck save. What's the DC on that? Mine would be thirteen. I want to make sure that uh, that Cranthon completely just bulldozes this guy. So if I have to use my my token to make sure he can just knock this guy on his ass. Well, I may not knock this guy on his ass. I may talk to him very firmly. He's You're going to run up to him that fast and, and come to a screeching halt and go, Hi! Listen, shake hands. Cranthon actually is a, is a uh, uh, skilled practitioner of uh, Cranthon Sign Language. <laughs> He's, that guy <laughs> just said so. thieves can of, I'm probably going to die right now. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're right. Your thieves can't won't help you now, buddy. All right, let's try this again. So, yes, he passed the saving throw, so he's able to somewhat just dodge out of the way, and the light appears, like, beside his head. So it's now casting out behind him, kind of silhouetting his face, which makes it harder to read his reaction. But his eyes are still noticeably wide as Cranthon stalks ever closer. Lander. You're basically right there at the door. You or the what's now the hole, the the door window, <laughs> Dutch oven thingy. Dutch oven. I'm going to step through so I'm outside, and I assume there's a small bucket there that was resting alongside the building. Oh, high or low? High. Always gotta go high. Always go high. Uh, 
You didn't give it the option to go equal. Or equal. <laughs> no, never equal. <laughs> Always high? Always high. Uh, yeah, so there is a bucket right, nearby. I, I want to pick it up and toss it to one of the sailor people that were in there. I'll be like, get to work. There's a fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cade. Lander, what the hell is going on here? I don't know. Did you burn down another perfectly good supply of alcohol? It's Tuesday, right? Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're having a good time. We're talking, and then they pulled swords on us, and then uh, Everin sent the signal that we had to attack, and so I, he told me to fire, so I fired. I was only following orders, boss. Who are they? You hear Everin yell, I didn't actually mean set fire to the building. <laughs> I don't know who they are. They're trying to steal Albie, though, and I can't let that happen. Oh, oh, uh, you know, you know what? You should actually go back in there. Go, go back in there <laughs> right now, or send Albie back in there, and you come with me. Albie will hold him off, and and, and and it'll all be fine. It'll all be fine. Albie will easily cover the cost of you know burning down the tavern. Maybe you should let them take him, and then we won't have to feed him. No. <laughs> So uh, Yeggs is going to move to get in between you and the uh, dark plate male person. He holds his hands up. He's like, I think there's a misunderstanding. Let's just calm down. Let's get my bar not on fire. And then we can talk about this. I don't know Yeggs, do I? Who's no. Yeggs? He's Yeggs the half orc guy that I don't know. Yeah. I want to point to the guy and be like, mm. he has a bucket. Speed bump. <laughs> I don't know you. Backhand <laughs> him out of the way. Well... Why would I back him out of the way when I could hit him into the <laughs> other guy? <laughs> Is it my turn? Now? Yep. Okay. So, I don't know why you're thinking, uh, Ryan, higher low. Actually, Brad, I haven't done Brad yet. High, lower, equal. Oh, uh, we're gonna go with we're gonna go with low today. Okay. Sweet and low. Sweet and if low. It's not equal, it's sweet, sweet and low. low. <laughs> so it it appears that the um, patrons of the tavern are starting to get the fire a little bit under control. It's still burning, but it's not getting any worse at the moment. I'm sorry. Has anybody out here taken notice? Uh, it's pretty late in the evening, so there's probably a few people, but there's not like a rush. Uh, there's probably some people who are just watching just to see what happens, but aren't really wanting to get involved or not. Weren't we like high up in the city? Like, wasn't it? No, no, you guys are like near the docks. Like, oh, was it? I thought we wandered for a while before we found this place. <clears throat> Well, you wandered for a while, but it, it was more just a, around, not into the city. Gotcha. So Cranton's going to say, get out of my way, Greenskin. And then he's going to lift up uh, Birdbeak and say, you better start explaining yourself. Why'd you attack Lander? <laughs> <laughs> my brother, who I obviously know his name. <clears throat> So, uh, all right, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him a dex to try to avoid your your grasp. Is it opposed to my strength check or my strength saver? Um, or is the difficulty just gonna be like plus my strength modifier? Yeah, I, well, I'm just gonna kind of use because I know what your, your strength is. So he is able to move to the side right as you're reaching out. You still sort of like brush his shoulder, so you kind of get like his shoulder rather than under the chin. Uh, but when you touch him, a few things happen. Clearly he was under some sort of effect of like magical effect. And those just drop his armor. It's still there. It's still plate mail, but it doesn't look nice. It doesn't look shiny. It's not solid black. Doesn't have any of the inlay. It's just pretty common looking th sort of thing. He, <laughs> he has some sort of 
mask on that just covers the bottom, uh, like basically from his nose down, that goes from side to side that hooks onto um, his helmet, which you didn't see before because he's wearing a helmet. Uh, he's got two like red lens goggles that are over his eyes. Uh, it looks to be a human. And just from what you can see, there's not a lot of his face that's visible, but it's badly scarred. It looks like probably burns, just like matted and just rough, angry burn scars. So does he look like the does he look like the guy or does it look like I broke some illusion and this guy was made to look like the guy that you, you went think to the there bottom was some of sort of sea? illusion on him uh, to make him look like that and that's now broken. But I don't think that's him. You don't know. The the original person may have had an illusion on him, too. You don't know. All you know is that he doesn't look like what he appeared to look like. But you can't, I mean, you really can't see anything. His eyes are covered. His, his mouth is covered. You just see parts of the sides of his face coming through. He has almost think of like an um, aviator's, like, old-timey leather cap on, and that's what the mask is hooked to. Uh, and he'll reach up, and he's he's trying to take the mask off. And then we'll move over to Lander, or to Everin, sorry. Everin is still confused as to what the hell is going on. And he will stop in the hole that Cranthon made and kind of look over at Cade. So Lander's back behind us. Yes. Is anybody coming from that direction? Are we going to get trapped? Doesn't look like it or sound like it just yet. I want to cast Grease. (laughs) <laughs> be uh, behind and or underneath all the patrons and all the guys that are working at the bar so they can't chase us. Or they if were trying they to d- put the fire out? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's good. That's good. <clears throat> okay, Fuel keep, to the fire. Keep in good mind, idea. in Michael's world, grease is flammable. That's why we like this spell. Highly flammable. That's their problem, not mine. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, like oil and water. So I want to cast grease to between us and them. Um, one, to make it flammable, two, to so knock them over. So under them or just between them if they turn and try to come Like if they you? turn and, and go after us okay. based on whatever Cranthon does with this guy. Okay. Um, so that uh, it gets on them and slows them down. Uh, and then Evern is going to yell out, Cranthon, can you just leave him alone and let's get out of here? We need to figure out what's going on. And then grease happens. Lander. I know this combo. The grease fire spell. <laughs> Somehow I didn't expect I'm Why can I not make this situation better? You and your damn fire. I cast firebolt. Okay. <laughs> okay, so there's how But you how, are outside. How big of a is a grease spell? How large of an area? Oh, Jesus. It's about This is what you get for training lander in combos. <laughs> this is what I get for believing Michael and his grease spell. Uh, Best spell in the game. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no, I'm gonna go with this. This is definitely uh, no. This is definitely Everin's fault. Um, yeah. Ten foot square. Okay. <laughs> so all these men and it's difficult terrain have gathered on the fire. They've thrown sand on it. <laughs> they got the bucket that Lander threw them, and they've started to get some water, and they've basically got the fire under control. It's not completely out, but it's down to just some smoldering embers, easily going to be taken care of. And then they hear a sound, and you turn to see their frightened faces as there is a wall of fire that erupts (laughs) on the other side of them. And they are now trapped between this fire and the bar and alcohol that has not yet all of it caught on fire and is now next to the new fire. (laughs) 
Okay, Cade. Cade just just looks from Everin to Lander and, and basically goes, "God damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> I tried. My intentions are just to get out of here. I really wasn't trying to make a wall of fire, but I mean, in this case, if it's going to burn, it's going to burn. I. Uh, Cade, or Cade's going to run over to the door, and, and this door is kind of locked from the outside, yeah, or it's locked, locked from the inside. It's locked from the inside. Well, I am going to break out my mighty, mighty halfling strength, and I am going to kick down the door. Fantastic. Cade, he stands You could just tell me to get out of the way mm. so you could go through the Kool-Aid man hole. That's drew, now covered in fire? a picture of it. That's now covered in fire? Oh, well, it's not covered in fire. There's no, it's hole. closer to the bar behind yeah. the guys oh, who are putting sorry. the fire I, I, I envision this whole door area. Yeah. This whole this whole Kool-Aid man hole. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So there's, oh, yeah. this whole there's a hole here. Hole. There's the people here. And then there's a bar where that was on fire. So you've got bar, people, fire, Cranthon, you. Aquarium okay. sized hole. All right. I'm sorry. I thought they were trapped in there. No, no, no. They're burned to death. But, well, I mean, that could still happen. <laughs> not quickly. But yeah, but not this second. How about you give the do the assist action for me to? All I'm going to do is say to this guy, "You need to come with me, and we need to talk." And then hopefully he can assist me, so I can try to convince this guy to come out with me. Kate's going to look to to the guys behind the bar fighting fighting the fire, and go, "You idiots, run! The building is burning down." They sort of look towards you like, we, we can't. There seems to be some reason why they think that they can't just leave. Why can't you run? Can't really talk about it right now, but it's very important that this place is still standing in the next few hours. Like, how important? <laughs> All right, so... Uh, so the, there's so, probably dark, dark iron in here. So... Um, that they're supposed to deliver to their... Friend and confidant. Um, so the guy looks at you and he actually says, you're, you're wrong. You need to come with us. You're the one we've been waiting for. And his hand still goes up to his mask. He, he pulls it off and still can't really see who he is because his eyes are covered. He's completely covered in scars. It looks like his, his whole face has been burnt. Face, side, down to the neck. And he, basically as low as you can see on his chest, you see those burn scars. You also see what you would recognize very clearly as clearly as dark iron poisoning. He's riddled with it as well. And he says, it's me, Davin. You would know this person as well. He was Lander's friend. Yeah. But you, you knew him. You grew up with him. Or you spent time with him in that village uh, when uh, Aunt Kara, who's, who you live with for a yeah. long time. So I'm going to say, what, are you Lander's friend? What? Whatever, let's lead the way, lead the way. We got to get out of here. This place is going to burn soon. Well, it, it can't. We, we have to go through the back. There's a, there's a tunnel. I'm going to cast Create Water over the... Uh... <laughs> Do you have the Create Water no. spell? It's a cleric spell. But I'm going to pray that someone casts Create Water. You have a no. slightly better chance of casting a different spell than that one, but still. All right. He's like, let's hurry. Let's get this fire out. We need to get going. Do I hear that he announces himself as Davin? Yes. You okay. it. Seeing their insistence of that this place absolutely cannot burn for whatever reason, Cade will 
for some stupid reason, decide to go along with this and pull it, walk into the tavern and um, pull like a, there was a heavy tapestry on the wall and, and he'll pull it down. And his years of, is his uh, years of being a sailor, he's dealt with quite a few fires aboard ships and has learned that one of the best ways to put them out is to smother them. So he starts, um, this is a very heavy, almost holocloth cloak-like tavern. Or not tavern, but a, a, a tapestry. Tapestry, thank you. And he starts beating the uh, the grease and uh, you know whipping all that grease around on other things. <laughs> Probably not not the best thing, but uh, he start he starts um, <clears throat> smothering that fire. Cut to buildings burned down, <laughs> <laughs> completely gone. It's just ash. And then we're just and standing around and we're all like, and, uh, it went up so and fast. Kate's like, there. I thought that would have worked. <laughs> no, no. Kate's standing there. He's got he's got a, a, his flask in one hand and a cigar on the other hand. He's like, I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> that curtain went up so fast. Like it was like he was covered in alcohol yeah. and grease. No, okay. Camera pans out and there's a big gigantic water tower right next to the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's precariously leaning already. It says Acme on the side. Yeah. Okay, so with your Academaniacs. Uh, so with your quick thinking and the tapestry and everyone working together, within a few moments, you are in fact able to get the fire put out about the same time that you start to hear a rising commotion from outside as some other people have come to inspect, some uh, some of the local guards, elven guards have come. And so Davin basically ushers you into that back room. Uh, it's basically an office, but there is a secret passage built into the back, which you barely fit through, Carantham, but you can squeeze through. Uh, Yeggs says he will stay behind as the owner and try to smooth things out with the elves. What um, happened to all the patrons? Well, they're helping put out the fire, and they're all like, I'm doing that stuff, too. And then I, Everin casts enlarge on me when I'm in a small space. <laughs> Everin is pissed because he has no I idea what's going that. on, and now we're listening to the guy that tried to kill Lander hours beforehand. That's not him. Can't you see it was an illusion? I assume uh, Styx is also skedaddled. Yes. When I yes. when Styx I is nowhere when I now. touched him, his illusion dropped. He this is clearly Davin, his childhood friend, and not the murderer on the boat. He looks, How do you know that? He looks nothing I don't. like I remember. I don't. But right now we have zero information. So hopefully we can talk to him and have more information. Just because this guy gives a name of somebody that you remember doesn't mean we should trust him. Well, he looks like him too a little bit. He Except looks all, nothing like him. He's a little burnt, but it's <laughs> a little crispy. Everyone's head is dri- like quickly going back and forth. Like, what the hell is going on? Someone do something. Why are we following this guy? Well, I imagine that because if he knows history about the continues to repeat door. itself, Grantham at some point is going to choke this poor man to death. You probably shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> he's right. He just tried to. He just tried to not five minutes ago. Well, Mariah, so okay, Cranthon five. I don't feel like I get failed attempt from you guys. One, I feel like someone with you a guys question mark people. on it because that still might happen. Do you I feel like you guys should are, choke are, people. Are, I don't think these hands are really meant for that. They're they're more of a more they're more of a lover's hands, not not a not a, a choker's hands. Oh my God, as we're walking down the hallway and this is going on, I push past the two of them arguing about the size of their hands and I immediately go up to the guy in the armor and go, what is your name, what is going on, and why shouldn't I kill you? If necks weren't meant to be choked, why'd they make them so soft? (laughs) (laughs) This is truly a debate for the ages. (laughs) I understand your agitation, but just please trust me a little longer. We're almost there. We'll, We'll have a 
I sit down and we'll, and everything will be laid bare and hopefully you'll understand. We are part of the rebellion. The fact that you are with Cranthon and Lander make, leads me to believe that you are sympathetic to our causes. I'm just trying to make sure we all live after this. Well, that's what we're trying to do as well. So you can Funny way of showing it with all those guys back there. We didn't know who you were. You're an elf. Sorry, we kill most of you. He sounds like a nice guy. He has a point. Like your ears. Boom. <laughs> I, I squint. Let's go. <laughs> Everin squints and gives Cade the side eye. Like, seriously, you're going to take his side? Cade clearly has this, this look <laughs> on his face. Like, he's enjoying just putting that little needle in there a little bit further. Everin will kind of, he'll growl at him a sort of acceptance. And he'll just leave it at that. All right, lead on. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at The RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, The Caleb G, at The Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at The RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.